Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Ahoy, welcome along. It's a brand new episode of Baffle. This is Connor Explains, where Connor explains something to us. Get the picture? Fantastic. My name's Dan. Mark is also here. Hello. Connor, what are you explaining today? We're going to go placebo. Uh, the, uh, okay, so... The, the band off the 90s. Well, you know, if, if you're into it, it might be a reference. So, placebo, what put this in your head? I don't, I don't really know. I, I just... I was thinking of things to explain. I was thinking, my friends on antibiotics keeps banging on about it. And sure. I think it just came into my mind because she was talking about how many antibiotics you had to take. I was like, oh, placebo maybe? It's interesting that I always ask you the story behind why you've picked something when that story is almost never exciting. No, I think I've just come to realise, what Connor explains, that things that are slightly more uh, in-depth, mm. I enjoy more. So if I like explained pancakes, it's just whatever. But the things that like I don't like the scientific stuff and space and placebo and things that I necessarily wouldn't really care about. I enjoy researching more. Well, the podcast was this this bonus episode was meant to be you explaining big concepts, not pancakes. Yeah, exactly. But I do think the episode name needs to change to maybe kind of explains and learns because I learn so much here. A bit, bit bogged down in it, a bit yeah. wordy. Yeah. Well, the idea is that you've already learned and then you're explaining to us. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So back to the podcast. I've learned all of this for you. It's time to teach <laughs> you. Strap yourself in. So placebo. Placebo, yeah. Any idea where it comes from? Any idea where it originated from? The I, idea of placebo? Uh, I'm going to say the Romans. The word. Always the Romans. Romans or Greeks. Uh, no, yeah. not, not the word, kind no. of the concept of the placebo effect. No, I do not. Okay, so a guy called Henry Beecher... Um, discovered the placebo effect when he was a medic in World War II. I thought it would be earlier than that. Okay. Yeah, so that was where I, I wanted to ask, because I thought Roman times. I thought, oh, this goes way... Well, if War- in doubt, it's the Romans, right? But World War II is quite, like, fairly recent in a sense yeah. of... you. Yeah, right. Um, so basically, he was using morphine as a painkiller during World War II, uh, and he ran out and obviously had a lot of people to look after. So he replaced it with a simple saline solution, but continued telling the wounded soldiers it was morphine to calm them and found that it actually worked. I don't like that. Skullduggery from this man. Like, to be the first person that does it, to be like, and you've got these wounded soldiers who are out there on the, you know, fighting the Germans. The better of two evils, though. It's not like he's going, oh, should I treat them? Nah, this will be fun, isn't it? It's kind of a case of, should I treat them with something which may not help, or should I just not help them? So, like, it's kind of the lesser of two evils. Are going, oh, I'll help you. I don't know. I think he's done half a job. 
I think he's very lazy. I think he could have he could have found some more morphine and he's not done it. Yeah, I mean there is the question of go get yourself some more morphine, but then there is also, you know, it's World War Two. I can't imagine technology and travel was as good as what it is today. Trying to you know, knock up some morphine into it's a... It's probably in high demand as well, let's be honest. I mean, it's a, it's a world war. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. Mor- can imagine morphine sales rocketed. Yeah. Skyrocketed. Yeah, mor- yeah morphine, morphine and rockets. Yeah, exactly. All of them. Yeah, wanted. Um, so the placebo effect was born. Um, so basically, placebo is separate to the placebo effect. Placebo is a medical term, uh, which is where they make something to look exactly like a drug, but it is made of an inactive substance such as starch and more often than not sugar. And it just makes you believe you're told this is what's happening, so it works. Yeah, so basically they use it in a lot of trials, which I had no idea about. So they'll maybe get like one person, two person who, for example, are suffering with low blood pressure. They'll give somebody the actual drug, they'll give somebody the placebo, and they'll kind of look at how the body reacts to that, look at how... You know, somebody who believes the placebo drug, they're not going to know they've got it, but because they've had the drug, whether that affects their blood pressure or not, compared to somebody who's actually having the drug itself. And so what about the effect itself? What do you mean? Well, you said placebo is different from the placebo effect. Yeah, so the placebo effect is obviously his concept, the guy, of not giving morphine and kind of, oh, you know, they'll think they've got morphine. But then it went into clinical trial where they created drugs called placebo drugs, which is where they, every drug has a placebo version. That's how they experiment with drugs, new drugs. How often are these used, though, still today? Like, how like how often if I get something from a doctor, am I getting a placebo? No, no, no. So I don't... No, so you won't get it when you go and buy paracetamol. It's in the clinical trial stages. They'll use a placebo drug when they're trialling drugs. They so use, you, won't, you won't just walk into your pharmacist and yeah. go... I'll have a I'll have a bottle of placebo, please. Yeah, it's not like you, you know you, you're paying forty nine p for your paracetamol and you just get an air. You, you, you know. When we sat down, you were very excited to do this to get into in deep in this one into yeah, the yeah, reads. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like this is your this is your free reign to do that. Just go go wild with the explanations, please. Yeah. So the biggest thing that placebo is used for is the comparison of certain drugs. So they try to see how it works in clinical trials compared to a drug which is actually made for that you know specific thing. Um, the, the main things in the world, believe it or not, that they've found that um, placebo can produce results in without actually giving the drug that is necessarily needed. What do you reckon they are? What do you reckon some of the top things where you would need a drug to help you are actually proven that having a placebo drug in the trial stages helps that person just as good as the actual drug? Well, so a lot of pain stuff, I would imagine, that could be in your head. Pain is one. Or are we just going to la- list everything? Depression. Right. IBS. Corner has IBS. Corner has IBS. But it bloody well works when it comes out the other end. <laughs> no, I mean, you need serious drugs. You need solutions. D- depression, that's interesting that that works. Depression, yep, yeah, depression is one. Uh, sleep disorders, um, you're going to laugh as well. Irritable bowel syndrome, I was actually winding you up. That was on the list. There we go. If in doubt, IBS. Uh, and menopause. Menopause. They found that placebo effect works wonderfully with curing those kind of problems. Do you know why the brain does this? Why the brain tricks yourself into making you think like you are being helped and cured? I think I I was I was thinking this as well. I think I don't know. This is a bit more of a serious kind of explains, but I think there's a part where you it is mind over matter sometimes a little bit. I think like if you're feeling down in the dump, sometimes you need to do things to make yourself feel better. So I feel like when you take a drug, you're you're consciously, your mind's thinking, oh, this is a thing that's going to help this thing. It, it's the belief, isn't it, in it, that something is going to be better because of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. but, but as in, why is that happening? 
Like, surely things are smarter than this. Like, so your IBS, that's happening because there's something going on in your gut. Yeah, but it's a neurological thing. So all of the things where it's actually been proven... IBS to... is neurological. Well, it comes from the brain, doesn't it? Your what? Gut and, your, your gut and your brain... Insta- if, you feel, if, you, if you feel down in the dumps and you struggle with IBS, your IBS will be worse. If your IBS is worse, you'll become a bit down in the dumps. Well, yeah, but there's something that's making you a lot, and it's, it's, it's something in your gut. Yeah, but it can also a lot of the time be with emotion. I find when I'm really stressed, or if I'm feeling quite anxious, or a bit down in the dumps, or I'm going through grief, for example, my IBS always flares up. Always flares up. It's like a like a trigger point. Well, yeah, but then when you have a, you know, when you've, you're having a curry, mm. or when you're having some Mexican food, and it's flaring up anyway. Yeah, that's just the raging shit. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. So how is a placebo stopping your stomach, like well, the I guess biology of your stomach doing that? No, I, I, I guess it's giving, it's fooling your brain into thinking that there's something there that's going to solve it. So therefore your brain will release hormones of some kind which help treat it. So it's more of, so if you go to pain, for example, if you take it for, let's say, back pain, it may cure the initial pain there, but it's never going to fix the issue or cure the issue because there's nothing medical in there to do that. But it just fools your brain in that short period of time to say, oh, this is happening. Release hormones, release, you know, neuro messages that say everything's okay. Exactly. So this this actually links in with like the next bit here. So this is all based on research, obviously. But it says that on placebo effect, uh, they're focused on the relationship between the mind and body. So that's the biggest thing about placebo. Um, And they've found that one of the most common theories is that the placebo effect is due to a person's expectations. So that's what it's all related around. So if a person expects a pill to do something, then it's possible that the body's own chemistry can cause effects similar to what a medication might have caused. Yeah, uh, fine. Yeah. And I I, I get how that would happen with pain. It was just curious how that happened with with your leaky bowels. Well, well, I mean, yeah, sometimes, well, I don't really know the answer to that. Sometimes I just have to shit, sometimes I don't. It's also as well, a lot of these placebo trials, the people that are getting it, it's like me putting both of you into a clinical trial for something yeah. that's going to stop your earlobe hurting. You think you're in a clinical trial. I don't tell you that it's placebo because I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm giving you starch. They're not breaking the law. You don't know, but you think that you're in a clinical trial taking the actual drug. If I went to you, you know, mate, this is placebo. This drug's bullshit and you took it. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, exactly. But your mind would... They're trying to work out how the mind just automatically believes that it's going to help. Yeah, exactly. So for your more... For diseases that would be seen to be more mind-controlled, like pain to a degree and and, and I guess some forms of depression, like it's understandable, but as, as I mean... You know, when you when you got the squids, it's just interesting that could be solved partially with a placebo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I would I would advise strongly to anyone listening that do, if you do Rennies. have, is it Rennie's? Is yeah, it if you do are? have like the raging runs, don't just think that if you help the mind, it will get better. Yeah. Go and maybe get a blood test. Always handy though. Yeah, always uh, handy. Well, there you go. I think have you have you learned anything? Connor, I Connor explains and learns. I have, but I I've actually got a little little bit to finish as well. Okay, there um, we go. Bonus thought, content. It was quite interesting. It's it. This links in with what I was saying before, but it said that in one study, people were given a placebo without knowing, mm. um, and told it was a stimulant. So you told it was a stimulant. Okay. After taking that placebo pill, thinking it was a stimulant, their pulse rates went up, their blood pressures increased. And their reaction speeds improved massively. When people were given the same pill and told it was to help them get to sleep, they experienced the exact opposite effects. Yeah. So two, there was a clinical drug. All of it was placebo, but that group was split in half. One was told it was to help sleep and one was told it was the opposite. And they actually experienced those exact things that that, that, that pill would do. Crazy. 
human brain is a magical thing. Yeah. I am a big fan of the brain. You might say the biggest fan of the brain of anyone. I like the brain more than you two do, so what are you going to say? <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Such a playground, isn't it? I like the brain. I like it more than you two do. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Connor Explains. If there's something that you'd like Connor to explain to you next week, you can let him know. Info at baffledpod.com or get in touch on socials. We are at baffledpod on TikTok and on Instagram. Uh, and give us a follow as well, so episodes automatically download to your feed. And we will see you next week. Say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Connor. I do encourage you, any medical problems, do get them seen to. Don't think that, you know, eating a sugar cube is going to help. Goodbye. Eating a sugar cube stops the shits. Thank you very much. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.